All right, everyone, we are back with the Pro Wrestle Zone podcast Sunday edition. But uh, we are missing two participants here. Instead, we have the two retards of the bunch. Ha! Ha! Fucking eight. But, um, yeah, um, you know, Dan and Rink uh, aren't here tonight, but uh, we do have a lot planned uh, this week, so stay tuned. But I uh, figured tonight we could talk about um, the different eras of specifically the WWF slash E. Slash E. WWF. Slash E. Yeah, I know. It's funny. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. Good idea. At least you're putting something out. Yeah. So, Golden Era, which obviously, you know, or a lot of people can call it the Hulkamania era, which that era was. Around 84 to 93, so like a nine-year span. So uh, what are your memories of the Golden Era? Oh, my goodness. I am lucky to have been in... I was born in 84, so I remember WrestleMania 6 as it happened. Uh, I don't remember WrestleMania 5 as it happened, but I do remember watching it shortly after uh, it came out. However... Dude, my, my, my childhood was based on the Golden Era. Yeah. So my eyes light up whenever I hear the Golden Era. My memories of the Golden Era, when I think that, I think of Macho Man uh, and uh, what was it? The Hulk, what was it? The Hulkamaniacs? What, what were they called? Well, Hogan, you know. Yeah. Hogan, Macho, whenever they attacked him, what were they called? Oh, the Mega Powers. The Mega Powers, sorry. For, yeah. I just want everybody to uh, know, forgive me if, I, if I'm extra slow today. I uh, took a trip on mushrooms last night, and uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Drugs do make you stupid. However, last night, I was a fucking genius in my head. You should do more mushrooms, everybody. They're good for your mental health. It's like a massage on your brain, and you understand life. So if I'm extra slow or I seem extra stupid and retarded, it's because of the mushrooms I ate last night. Cheers to that one. <laughs> cheers to that. <laughs> uh, fucking a cheers to that. However, yeah, the Mega Powers. Uh, I remember watching that Saturday night's main event. Well, as it happened, and, and Macho Man, you know, uh, didn't he, he hit Hogan with the belt? Right? Am I right? In the backstage, I remember watching that as it happened. Uh, I remember uh, when I think of Golden Era, I think of Million Dollar Man putting money in uh, his opponent's mouths after a victory. Uh, demolition, obviously. Heart Foundation, the Rockers. Oh, such a great time. Rick Rude, you know, Jake the Snake. Uh, Jake the Snake was one of my favorites growing up as a kid. Um, just when I think of the Golden Era, I, I smile and just, man. Well, it, it was great. It, it truly was. That's when wrestling was real. Yeah. I mean, you had... Because obviously we're just covering the WWF, whereas I prefer the NWA and among a slew of other promotions, you know, in the 70s and 80s. But when it comes to the WWF's golden era, you had the over-the-top characters. You had... Everyone had a manager, which that's kind of a 
unfortunately, a dying art form. Yeah. Um, you know, you had the Heenan family, which oh. they don't I forgot. Yeah, I mean, that that, that, that forgive me. Yeah. And then you have to also take into effect that the commentary teams were just the best. You had Jesse Ventura, who's one of my favorite commentary uh, announcers. You have um, Gorilla Monsoon, Bobby Heenan, of course. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. Will you stop. That's I yeah. Well, uh, Gorilla Monsoon. Will you stop him? Will you stop? stop. <laughs> will you stop? Wow. Yeah, you're, you're right. I totally forgot about that. Uh, about the commentary. You're right, and the manager slick. Who who were some besides Bobby Heenan? What other managers do you, there? We had Slick, Jimmy Hart, um, yeah. Miss Elizabeth, Miss Eli- oh God, Miss Elizabeth, uh, um, Mr. Fuji. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my God, Mr. Fuji. We had uh, who else? I'm trying to think managers. But did you right, say, it, did you say Jimmy Hart? Oh, we forgot Jimmy Hart. I didn't yeah, say. Yeah. Jimmy. Jimmy Hart um, uh, was Virgil. You could consider a manager, right? Or a manser? Yeah, I was gonna say that's more of like uh, what do you call Eater? it? Yeah. I can't think of the word for it right now. But was he, I, was he yeah. considered? I wouldn't say a manager, but I would say I can't think of the. There's a word for it. I can't think of it right now. It'll come to me it's later. A what? It's not heater. No. No, he wasn't a heater. No. I'll, I'll think of it later. But yeah, it'll come yeah, back. Yeah. Such a great time. Yeah, man. Like you said, managers lost art. And in the commentary, uh, Bobby Union's commentary, and, and like you said, Jesse, even Jesse the Body, his uh commentary was some of my favorite too as well. A voucher. Mm-hmm. A voucher. Voucher. Yeah, is that the word? I guess. Okay, whatever. <laughs> anyway. I'm Mexican. I don't even speak Spanish. Um, <laughs> what's, yeah, your, uh, what's your favorite WrestleMania from the, that era? So, shit. So, all the, way up to, all the way up to 93. My favorite is WrestleMania 8, which was 92. That was, um, 92 was... What was that Hulk Hogan versus Sergeant Slaughter? No, that was uh, 91. For 92, 92, we had Hogan and uh, Sid Vicious as the main event. You had Bret Hart and Piper, Macho Man and Ric Flair, which was just oh. one of the greatest fucking rivalries. Was um, it was the uh, okay? Oh wow, okay, I remember that. And again, forgive uh, my favorite WrestleMania. You know, just because. I watched it a million times on VHS in my grandparents' basement. Um, I'm gonna have to say WrestleMania six. Like I, oh, yeah. I know, I know there's better WrestleManias out there with you know better matches, but the one that's most vivid to me that I know like the back of my hand is WrestleMania six. Yeah, like I watched that. Shit, I would say at least. 40, 50 times at least. Probably more. Mania 6. Who were you rooting for? Uh, I was rooting for Warrior. Okay. Yeah, at that time, 
I was rooting for Warrior, bro. And I was yeah. shocked when Warrior won. Well, right. yeah, he won, but of course Hogan had to kick out at three and a half just to keep his dignity. He didn't. <laughs> he to- He didn't take a completely clean pin. And then of course he was blaming God because he's like, "Oh, you bastard!" Like, yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't his fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. I was too young to notice that shit. You know, I was only six years old. I wasn't a smart. Fan. Yeah, he's like, "You son of a bitch, brother." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that. Oh my goodness. That's. Uh, but then I remember. Like, don't get me wrong, I was a Hulkamaniac and a half, man. When I was a kid, fucking A, I was a Hulkamaniac. I had the uh, wrestling buddies. I had, what is it? I remember I had, like, a bed sheets and a, and a curtain with all the wrestlers on it. It was great. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, I remember yeah, my grandparents spoiled the fuck out of me. Man, I miss my grandparents. But um, Same here, man. Yeah, yeah. Man. If it wasn't for my grandparents, I probably never would have gotten into wrestling. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. lucky that. They, they they played a big role in raising me, but um, what was I saying about Hulkamania? Oh, I remember two years later, WrestleMania eight, Sid Sid Vicious came in, and I was just immediately hooked. Really, I didn't like him. I I, I still I don't like him. I I've never liked Sid, whichever incarnation. Really? Yeah, I've never liked him. I don't know. He just never clicked for me. Something about him, you know. Obviously, he he's more famous for his promo. We're live, pal. Yeah. <laughs> he's like he's like, can we do that over? We're live, pal. Live. <laughs> yeah. That, I know. What is it? I've got you're half the man that I am. And yeah. Thing that you do. Yes. Unfortunately, he wasn't the greatest talker, but. Eight-year-old JJ watching TV, watching wrestling. Sid came in. I was just immediately hooked on Sid, and I was sick of Hulk Hogan. At eight, at, uh, yeah, you figure eight years old. Yeah, by that time I was done with Hulk. Uh, did Did Undertaker appear? When did Undertaker appear? November 90. of ninety. Ninety. I yeah. was all over Undertaker. That um, yeah. So was it ninety? Yeah, in November, uh, it was Survivor Series yeah. 90. He was the it's mystery 30 years. partner, yeah. yeah 30 yeah. years for this the, year, yeah. Yeah, for the Million Dollar Man's team. Oh, my yeah. goodness. And I remember when... But, yeah, not to go off in the weeds with everything, but I remember, yeah, I was a Hulkamaniac, and by the time... Yeah, you figure Undertaker... I saw Undertaker, and uh, Sid come in. I was... I forgot, like, Hulk who? I want to see more Undertaker. Mostly on. And uh, obviously at this time, Vince kind of went against uh, his father's wishes. He bought the competition and took it global. Like it, he, um, he did a lot for the wrestling business, but he also took away as well. Um, Depending on who you ask. They either think Vince was a genius. Well, he was a genius, but they either think he destroyed the wrestling business or he kept it alive. I personally, I prefer the territory system. Okay. But, you know, it's just he oh, acquired. I no, I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. With, yeah. I agree with you with the, with the territory system. I do. Uh, 
it's not like there was more wrestling for more people, you know, for everybody. And like you said, now that I'm older and I go back on the network and I watch NWA, I watch WCW. Yes, NWA and WCW was a lot better than WWE than WWF during the golden era. You're yeah. complete, that, uh, so I watched like what, uh, world class, uh, what, world class and all that shit. You're right. The territory was, was great. Unfortunately, you know, they were bought out by Vince, but he's a genius. It's, it's sucks. It affected a lot of people in a negative way, but the business has to change the way I look at it. It's, it's, but I do miss the territories. I, I wish that was alive still. Yeah. And it's the, way, the way I look at it, if Vince didn't do it, someone else would have as well. You know, eventually. Right. Yeah. Someday. Yeah. You're right. I didn't, I never thought of that. Yeah. Damn. It was a matter of time, but still. Because, you yeah. know, it's a monopoly. Everyone, uh, Everyone's an entrepreneur. You know, they want to make the most money. They want the most exposure. Greed. So humanity is greed. So yeah. someone would have done it. Yeah. Plus, he even um, had the idea. I remember watching all those, you know, pot. What is it? All those uh, specials on the, on the network. And he said his main goal was just to fuck everybody's top stars to make. And that's smart. You kind of can't blame him. Um, I think Vince is a genius. I do think that I people have mixed opinions on him, but uh, I don't. Know. I I think he's a shit, dude. Uh, what Vince is a shit. He's got. I, I I respect him a whole hell of a lot. You know, that's the unbiased opinion. So you know, he's he, like I said, he he is a fucking genius. It worked. Look at him. But. Mm-hmm. I think he needs to be taken to the barn and shot at this point, but we'll get to that. <laughs> so <laughs> next yeah. up, next up we have the new generation era, which was 93. I, I always said, you know, it's, it really started with WrestleMania nine. And then, obviously, it ended around late 97, depending on who you talk to, sometime in 97. I'd say New Generation ended when 97, when Brett left. When, when Brett got screwed. I think that's when the New Generation... Well, oof. Not necessarily, because you had... They were getting raunchy, or... They were getting pretty raunchy. So, yeah, I agree with you, 97, but it might have been early 97. Yeah, I, I've always thought the Vince promo where he basically announced that they were giving edgier content and all that. That's kind of like the birth of the Attitude Era. A lot of these eras begin and end with a Vince promo, but... Really? I never yeah. looked at it. Really. Uh, the Ruthless Aggression okay. term was created by Vince during a promo. So... Yeah, I, I did not know that either, or, or I did know that, and I'm just drunk and you know got a little mushroom hangover from last. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, new generation so, era. What's your thoughts? And you, oh. you obviously you were alive in that time. I was born in '96, so you were born in '96. Oh yeah, okay. So new generation, I loved it. Shawn Michaels, Red Hart, 
Diesel, uh, Bam Bam. A lot of people look at it as like, oh shit. I mean, obviously it's on every, every smart and mock. All the marks know that business was down. The house shows were down, but we had one three kid, Razor Ramon. My when I think of the new generation, I just thought, even though like Lex Luger is a part of that, uh, I hated it. I fucking hated Lex Luger. I always hated him. Um, I should have been rooting for Lex Luger because I was that perfect demographic, right? Yeah. I was, I was according to Vince, I was what figure ten, nine or ten years old, and I should have been rooting for Lex Luger, but I was rooting for Brett and Sean more Sean and uh I got to see Brett and Sean live at uh all well with yeah the Allstate Arena it used to be good it's the Rosemont Horizon to me yeah uh, I remember my godfather took me this was before this is way before uh when did Brett and Sean first wrestle like when was their first match like oh, was it 92 I could find out keep going I'm trying to remember like when they when they started feuding when they had the uh, their feud, but I remember going to a house show in the winter time that my godfather took me to, and Brett and Sean finished were, were the headliners, and but yet it wasn't on TV. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Like their feud wasn't on TV, but yet them two were closing. They they closed that show. And they had. Um, they had their sample ladder match in July of 92. They had an Intercontinental title match in 92, and then Survivor Series 92 was for the WWF title. And then 93, they had a little ongoing rivalry, and then 96 is when it really, like, kicked up. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I, I remember... This is probably... Was it... Was 96... I used to remember seeing Brett and Sean wrestle in person at the Rosemont Horizon, loving it, but it was before I saw it on, on television. And then, yeah. like, I don't know, maybe four, maybe three or four months later, that's when they started feuding and everybody was all over it. And I can't really pinpoint the year. Well, uh, funny. What, what were you going to say? Uh, I was just going to say they usually use house shows to test crowd reactions for upcoming rivalries. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's actually cool. You got to see like that test run. Yes, and uh, I, oh, I was all over it. And I remember uh, going with a big sign, and I wrote Lex Loser on it. Yeah, because I knew he was gonna be there. And I wrote Lex Loser. <laughs> yes. And uh, funny story of this, uh, my godfather took me, and he was a huge Shawn Michaels fan. Right, right, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I guess that was the time around uh, Sean posed for uh, Playboy or Playgirl, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, I didn't know it at the time, but uh, fast forward, uh, I don't know, years later, my godfather took me. I found out uh, he, was, uh, he was gay. So, was that um, why he was a fan of him? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. I found out my godfather, who I love to death, you know, no matter, I don't care what his sexual orientation is, but my godfather, uh, who was a huge Shawn Michaels fan, uh, was a Shawn Michaels fan because he was attracted to him. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And, um, 
Well, I don't care. My godfather fucking, you know, played a huge part in raising me as well. And, uh, you know, my, my, my memories of him are him taking me to wrestling events and him teaching me how to read. So, oh, nice. Yeah. But he, uh, he was a big Shawn Michaels fan. So, it's, it's just, you know, funny little stories, you know. And when Shawn Michaels came out, my godfather went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's funny that Shawn Michaels, he thought it was literally like Playboy. So, he didn't know it was for gay people. Yes, that magazine. Was- it was like a rip. Like no one told him. <laughs> yeah, like that magazine was went. Well, it was uh, bought mostly by gay guys. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. it's a gay-oriented magazine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, it's a rib. So, whatever. I mean, hey, fuck it. I'm sure you yeah. got a, a decent. I'm sure you got a really good paycheck for that. Oh, I'm sure you did too. Just like Jim Ross said. Uh, all the wrestlers, they care about what is it, cash, creative, and something else. I forget what what he's what it is. Yeah. You know, on his on his podcast, cash, creative, and whatever the fuck. I forget the other one. It, it was just two C's. That's all they care about is the cash and creative. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's Jim Ross's <laughs> thing. So he probably got a six figure check for that. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. So and I would I would do it too. I don't give a fuck. Dude, dude, fuck it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll do it for uh, I'll do it for uh, two hundred bucks. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Maybe we can make the pro wrestle's own calendar <laughs> with the four of us. That's on video already. So yeah, so we're already halfway there. We'll just screen grab that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that didn't make air, so nobody knows what we're talking about. Nobody knows what we're talking about. So. Whatever. <laughs> Anyway, DPAP. Um, so yeah, um, new generation era. Yeah, what are your? Give me your thoughts. What were your favorite moments of the new generation? What What did you love about it? What did you hate about it? I want to know. Not, there's not much I love about it. Um, I think it was very much a step down from the golden age. So, you know. In the early 90s, you, you could see all this, uh, that's why they call it the new generation, just these this new pack of wrestlers coming in, or the pack of wrestlers that are really making a name for themselves, like Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, you know, they were in their singles runs now, and Marty Jannetty basically fucked off and killed somebody, and you had The Undertaker. I love that. You had The Undertaker, who, like I said, you know, he was huge yeah. a year in because he had beaten Hogan, you know, in yeah. 91. So, you know, Taker was really making a name for himself. And then you had a lot of the failed experiments, like Giant Gonzalez and <laughs> Lex Luger and, you know. Uh, and they did get um, a little more comedy-driven Adam at Bond. some points. Yeah. Yes, they did, they did get very comedy-driven. With uh, Doink the Clown. I Doink love, and... I love but Heel I love Doink. Doink. Uh, but uh, yeah, I was about to say, I love Doink, but what, are, what were the other, oh, didn't they have Mantar? Or... Yeah, <laughs> there, was a, there was a lot of failed experiments. Sure. Yeah. I did Man. like Doink. He reminded me of an evil clown. And keep in mind, the, uh, you know, again, not to go off in the weeds, but we were dealing with uh, John Wayne Gacy 
at that time. So I believe John Wayne Gacy, for all you serial killer fans, was going to be uh, was uh, what is that? He was put to death. He was uh, you know around executed, that time. Yeah. yeah, he was executed around that. I believe around around that time, Dwayne the Clown was on TV. So you know. yeah, he was. What was it? Pogo the Clown was. John Wayne yes. Gacy's stage name? Yeah. I'm huge into serial killers, too. So yeah, Same here. Yeah. His paintings yeah. go for about 75 grand, dude. Dude, I would totally buy one of his paintings. I love but it. I'm so bad. Uh, yeah, oh, anyway. Um, anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just like, you have to look at it this way. Like, there's only one, like... Because I was going to ask what your favorite WrestleMania of that era is, but you okay. had 9, 10, 11, 12, and 13. That was not a good stretch. Uh, WrestleMania 10, obviously, is great. Uh, WrestleMania 13 is very much a one-match show. And uh, I say Brett and Austin at WrestleMania 13 is the greatest WWE match of all time. Really? Yes, well- that, that's my pick. Just for WWE or WAF. You know, I agree. That that was an important match because they, they pulled, they did a double turn. Yeah. That's hard to fucking do. Yeah, um, it is. And they did it, and they did it right. Uh, I remember watching it as it happened. Uh, but my favorite WrestleMania from that era, fuck, I would have to go with um. Just be, again, because I watched, there's a reason why I watched WrestleMania over and over. WrestleMania 10, there's yeah. a reason why I watched it over and over. And he, he had the ladder match. You know, is WrestleMania 10, what was the main event of that? The, well, the main event was that year, and he won the title at the end. Yeah, he, he he won it from Yokozuna, and then Lex Luger faced Yokozuna earlier because they were yes. dual Rumble winners. Okay, so yeah, all right, yeah. Um, I'm gonna I I'm gonna have to go with WrestleMania 10 just because I know for a fact I watched that WrestleMania on VHS more than I watched the other ones. You know, so and plus they had that really cool door that opened, and there was like that big X. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, and I, I'd have to go with the uh, with ten just because again I've watched that a lot over and over, and that was during a time when the pay per views were uh, four months. There was four a year. Am I correct? At that time, yeah, four. Well, four they had King of the Ring as well, so it was, was yeah. yeah, yeah. And then that was around the time they were doing In Your House. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and that's another reason why I like the new generation. I dug the in your houses. Plus, they were only like twenty bucks, so that was pretty cheap. So yeah. I remember the birthday. If I'd have a birthday or a Christmas, I'd be like, "Hey, uh, Dad, here, I want to order in your house." And he'd be like, "All right, whatever." So, yeah. yeah. But then we got that cheater box. But anyways, um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um. I- I loved it. Mm, you know, I, like, I was still watching it, so that says something. I th- yeah, I think Dan would be remiss if we didn't mention Brett and Owen a little more in detail. Oh, my goodness. Right. WrestleMania. Uh, that, yeah. And that went on until 94. You know, SummerSlam 94, they had the cage match. 
Exactly. You had uh, damn, that was a damn good match. Both matches. Um, what was what did you like better, the SummerSlam or the WrestleMania match? WrestleMania match. Yeah, WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, yeah, the fact we had Owen Hart. Uh, man, and it it's, it's, it just sucks because you don't like that, like that sound. You don't know what you got till it's gone. I don't think anybody appreciated Owen until he was gone. I always, and I remember me and like three other friends who were in uh, grammar school. Figure I was ten years old. WrestleMania ten. I remember like two of my other friends saying, like, "Oh man, Owen Hart. I think he's a better wrestler than Brett. He's more fun to watch." And I remember agreeing with my friends. Like we liked Owen a little better than Brett, but we, you know, we loved Brett as well. Yeah, I very much prefer Brett, but Owen had more charisma. And he was a little more exciting to watch to a broader audience. Whereas yeah. Brett was kind of that technician, which is why I prefer him. But Brett on the mic wasn't always that great. Whereas Owen, he could cut a promo, he could entertain you, he knew how to work a crowd. Like he um yeah, he was You're right. Yeah. Yeah. They both uh they were their best in different ways. Yes. And again, like I said, I think shit and you just articulate it better. But, you know, you articulate it for me. You're right. Owen, we all, I think as children, we loved Owen more than, you know, a little more than Brett. We said that because Owen was more fun to watch. He was doing the acrobatic stuff and that was new to all of us. Mm-hmm. We didn't see that. Yeah. Let's watch the uh, Lucha. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, next up, this is where the dislikes may show up. Uh, the Attitude Era, which was 97, very late 97, <laughs> until uh, I say the name change is when the Attitude Era officially was gone. All right. I'll agree with you on that, yeah? Damn, yeah. man. What, yeah. Um, yeah, because a lot of people say WrestleMania 17, but I'm like, no, I think it went on a little longer than that. I always say the name change is really when it ended. Like, that's when it was completely niche, you know? But, all right, um, I'll just get this out of the way. I'm not a real big fan of the Attitude Era. I never really have been. Um, to me, wrestling is storyline and then wrestling, obviously. I don't feel like we ever got good enough wrestling during the Attitude Era. And I care way more about wrestling than I do story. Okay. If I want story, I'll go watch a film. I'd rather have really good technical wrestling. With, a, with like, I, I prefer 75% wrestling, 25% story. Whereas I feel like it was the other way around for the Attitude Era. And, you know, I... I like, um, if you want to say explicit wrestling, that's fine. But violence is only needed when necessary. Not, I don't like violence just to be violent. So if the story calls for violence, totally, let's do it. Let's fucking get the barbed wire, the thumbtacks, all that. But you don't need a disqualification every other segment. 
You don't need a run-in. It was overbooked. I hate interferences. To me, there's nothing better than two guys getting in the ring and hashing it out with no interference. Clean pin. You know, if you have to have the heel be dirty, go ahead. But other than that, I I just... um, The Attitude Era just... I was never that big of a fan. I agree. You're not the the only one. I wasn't watching like I was watching the Attitude Era. I was paying attention. But during that time, I was watching WCW. Yeah. A lot of you, people were. Yeah. Uh one NWO that that obviously drove me and my father to let's watch WCW. We we want to watch WCW. This shit's yeah, it's fun. And then you had the cruiserweights. You had more going on in WCW. You had that wrestling. Although it wasn't pushed to the main event, as we all know, unfortunately, all the Malinkos, the Benoits, the Guerreros, Jericho's, I can go on into the Ultimate Dragons. That that what they weren't pushed to the main event, but there was a lot of amazing match wrestling matches on Monday Nitro during that time. Whereas, like you said. WWF, the Attitude Era, it was all storyline driven. It was just women getting with their dresses off. You know, it's it was over the top. But yeah. Vince had to do what we had to do. Yeah, and whatever. Whatever. But like you're I agree with you. We are wrestling fans and you have many wrestling fans who like different shit. We're all different fans of different things. Not every we're all not gonna agree with everything. It's understandable, yeah. but I agree with you. I wasn't watching the the Attitude Era. I I could have easily uh, watched Raw and then watched Nitro afterwards. That because uh, you I don't know. I'm sure you don't know. I'm sure you know this, but uh, if you don't, Nitro used to uh, start. It started at seven, then it would end at nine o'clock, and then it would replay right afterwards. I that's believe. stupid. Yeah, that's really bad. It, it would either re- I think it would replay right afterwards. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, after Nitro would end, I believe there would be an uh an hour long show of some sorts. I believe, and yeah. then it would replay at about eleven o'clock. Yeah, that's a bad business model if you're in competition. Uh, yeah, I agree with you, but they did win for eighty three weeks, so they yeah, were well, yeah, yeah but. Eventually, that ceased. Yes, it did. uh, Just, I'm just saying, I could have watched Raw and then watched Nitro and watched Replay. However, I didn't choose to do that. Me and my father chose to watch Nitro. So that says a lot. That speaks volumes, yeah. Yeah, it's got, yeah. So, um, yeah, you're not the only one that didn't like the uh, Attitude Era. I mean, it created a lot of stars. I mean, Austin, Rock, uh, you know, who else? I can't think right now. But uh, you had so many. Kane. Yeah, Kane. Yeah, you're right. The whole Kane. Um, yeah, Cactus. You know, Mick thing. I dug with Paul. Yeah, I dug that. Like, I dig. I get what you mean about the over top story shit. I totally do. But um, it. it the nitro was just 
the way I look at it, the Attitude Era had its good moments, but it had a lot of shitty fucking moments. And there's a reason why I don't know much about the Attitude Era. Yeah. I agree. Choppy PP. Yeah. Yeah. And then then you had, uh, what was his name? John Wayne Bobbitt, I believe, or John Bobbitt. I can't. Yeah. Sure, you don't. Do you know what I'm talking about? He, his girlfriend fucking cut his dick off, pretty much. Yeah, oh yeah, he, yeah, 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 yes. yeah. Yeah. Um, and I remember that shit as it as it happened. I was uh, I don't know, twelve or thirteen, watching on the news. It was everywhere. It was. Yeah, I remember everywhere. that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't remember. Remember, but I remember afterwards. Yeah. But. Yeah. So um. Like you said, over the top goofy shit, or whatever. It won some people over, but uh, I agree with you. I was watching Nitro at this time, so I'm not really a fan of the Attitude Era. But I did love Jeff Jarrett smashing guitars over everyone. I did like that. And um, I'll tell you what, I love. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. I love me some hardcore death matches, but okay. not. In WWF, I if I want to watch a hardcore, I'll watch a Japanese death match. I love <laughs> me some C- CZW, um, um, ECW. It's one of those things where like, if you don't want to take it too seriously, throw on a death match, you're good to go. If you just want straight violence, but there's that time when you want actual wrestling. Yeah, and the Attitude Era just. It does not even come close to what I like about wrestling. It's, I'd say it's my second least favorite era Mm -hmm. up to this point, you know, because I think New Generation era was just my least favorite up to this point. Well, we'll get to my least favorite. (laughs) I'm just saying up to that point, I will, you know, I'll still take Attitude Era over new generation but wow yeah next up we have one of my favorites the ruthless aggression era which was 2002 till july of 2008 so uh were you watching at this time uh started i stopped watching wrestling when i was 15 and then I remember watching, uh, I remember uh, Fortune. That was uh, late. That was 2003, am I right? What Fortune. Fortune. With uh, Randy Orton, Batista, and Ric Flair. Oh, that's and Evolution. Evolution. Was that Evolution? Why, why did I think Fortune? Is that uh, TNA? Maybe. Yeah, that's TNA. <laughs> Sorry. You know what? I'm drunk. bro. The professor. I'm sorry, professor. I'm fucked up. I'm drunk, and I'm, <laughs> I'm also having a mushroom hangover. Uh, yeah, you're right. Evolution, bro. Evolution. Um, I remember evolution. So that was O three. Am I correct? Or O two? Late O two? O three. Yeah, maybe very, very late O two. Yeah. So when I when I go back, all right, let me when I I'm thinking okay I remember I was uh, a wild child like a wild wild motherfucker, 
You know, I was a wild, I was a wild little motherfucker back then, just, just drinking, doing drugs, and alone, <laughs> and you know, you know, Stina. <laughs> and, and then I had to chill the fuck out. All right, and I chilled the fuck out. Uh, we'll say I had to, uh, I I had to chill out in like the fall of no wait, summer. Oh, two, I got real horrible. So we'll say the beginning of 2003 is when I started to like get into that normal pattern of a normal person's life. All right. You feel me? Blah. Yeah. Started, huh? Blah. Blah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, I'm far from normal. Well, yeah, but uh, let's just say stability. <laughs> we'll say stability, all right? All right yeah, well, all right. Uh, stability. Um, I got stable in uh, the beginning of 2003, we'll say. And and I'm keep in mind, I'm doing some fucked up shit. Some shit that I shouldn't have been doing at 18. And that's all I'm going to say. However, when I got stable, wrestling was always there for me. And I remember me and my girl, we would just watch raw and i remember getting her into it as well and uh evolution so when i think of the uh ruthless aggression era this is mm-hmm. i just think of uh evolution i think of randy orton's uh up, up you know coming up i think of uh batista coming up cena i remember being a huge not necessarily a huge fan of cena but I remember rooting for him, and then that WrestleMania where he uh, beat uh, Big Show for the U.S. heavy for the U.S. title. I was so yeah. happy. I'm like, yeah, they're fucking. This dude's gonna make it. And this is yeah. way before. This is before I was a mark. This is before I was a smart fan. Yes, I had the internet and shit, but I wasn't on that shit. I was too busy doing shit. So um, yeah, and that's all I remember because. Yeah, it's all I can remember. So F- fuck the internet. I have drugs. So my thoughts on the ruthless aggression era. You know, this is when I was old enough to be like the smart kid watching wrestling. Really? So yeah, I um I always watched with a critical eye. I was like. Dude, I was like the six-year-old kid critiquing film. Like that's just that's who I was. Like that's because you're a genius. Uh, we went over the off camera, right? So please, but but yeah, I would watch wrestling. Like I I I wouldn't like look up dirt sheets and stuff because I didn't have internet as a kid. So. But I would be trying to guess what would happen. Like, I would try to look for all the nuances in wrestling. And so, yeah, I um, I enjoyed the Ruthless Aggression era a lot. It's something I revisit quite often. Um, I'd say behind the golden era, this is my favorite era. Wow, really? Um, yeah, so this is my number two. And... Yeah, this is kind of it's kind of sad because this was the last time I actually enjoyed the product that we were given at that time. So it's kind of bittersweet 
because I look back on it, I'm like, that's when I was still that passionate wrestling fan. And now it's just like we're fed garbage constantly. So I just, I basically hate the modern product. But, you know, this was at a time when I could get into it. I went to shows. I, you know, I I love the heel and face dynamic when we still had it. Uh, you know, Edge was great. Um, I think Edge was just the best fucking heel back then. You had, of course, John Cena, which uh, I was back and forth on. Um, I think it's more the Super Cena of the PG era that I dislike. But I did like John Cena during the Ruthless Aggression era. Of course, you had Undertaker in, I would say, his best years. Uh, just match after match, just kicking ass. And, you know, he had his great rivalry with Randy Orton. Long ass time. And then you had, of course, Batista, which people are back and forth on. I, um, I don't know. I like him as a person, but uh, when it comes to wrestling, Batista is just... <laughs> yeah. 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 And uh, the Cruiserweight division, we actually had one. Back then, oh, we still do. Never mind. Thank but God, it's... you bring in all kinds of yeah. You're bringing back memories. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Or... You you would always have like the cruiserweight opens for the pay per views, which I I love those. And I'm a huge fan of WCW's cruiserweight division. So you kind of had remnants of that. Obviously, it didn't match WCW's, but you know you had Gregory Helms, who I thought was a good cruiserweight champion. Uh, I think he held the title for like a year or something like that. Dang, that long. Hmm. And then, uh, of course, we had the brand extension. You had separate brands, Raw and SmackDown. Which, uh, after purchasing WCW, you're obviously going to have this uh, slew of talent that you don't really know what to do with on one show. So, let's split them up. And I thought that was the right call. I still like the brand extension. Yeah. Um, and uh, right now... People say we have a brand extension, but we don't. They're all appearing on the other show. The draft is bullshit. I remember when the draft meant something, and it was actually fun to watch. You know, you never knew what was going to happen next. But, yeah, you had um, such a great roster, too. You know, that was kind of the remnants of the Attitude Era. A lot of those guys were still there. You know, Chris Jericho, Shawn Michaels made his big return in 2002. God damn. Yeah. You had Triple H's Reign of Terror. You had, you know, it's just so much talent. And then you had, like, the OVW crew. Brock Lesnar, Shelton Benjamin, Randy Orton, John Cena, you know. And, you know, Brock was huge. I'm a Brock Lesnar fan. I don't know about you, but... Yeah. I was. Yeah. When, he, when he first came out, uh... No, lately, no. The past, I haven't been a Brock Lesnar fan since he came back after UFC. Yeah, but um, I, yeah, is- I was, yeah, I remember his uh, debut. Me and my father were like, "Who the fuck is that? What the fuck is that?" Yeah, yeah it was um, the Raw after WrestleMania 18. Really? Yeah. See, that shows you how little I was paying attention at, at that time, unfortunately. Yeah. But I do, I do remember. Me and my father watching and just being in awe. 
And and he came out with Paul Heyman. Am I correct? Was yeah. Paul Heyman? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he always had Heyman, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, wow, you're, you're bringing back so many memories. I'm glad you're leaving, you're leaving this right now. <laughs> because, uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, you're right, Dan. You're bringing up a lot of good... Damn, you're, you're actually uh, letting... You're making me look at the Ruth's discretion era in a different way right now. Damn. Yeah, yeah. And um, WrestleMania 19 is my all-time favorite WWE pay-per-view. All-time favorite. Um, but we had good WrestleManias. We had 19, 20. 20 was great. 21 was good. 22 was great. 23 was decent. And then 24 was awesome as well. So you had a great run of WrestleManias. Like, WrestleManias, like, 17 through 24, like, they were great. That was, like, the best run of WrestleMania ever. Yeah. And then, of course, they started the shit fest. But... That was uh, before they started putting them outside, right? Yeah. Yeah. 24 um, was the second outdoor show, but it was in a stadium. Whereas WrestleMania 9 was outdoor, but it was like a makeshift arena with only like, I don't know, like 12,000 people maybe, somewhere around there. My favorite was the last WrestleMania that was held indoors at the Rosemont. 22? Yeah, that's oh, my favorite. That's such a great pay-per-view. I love WrestleMania 22. That's my favorite. Because I remember. So only because it's the last WrestleMania that was held in the stadium. That, that, that's probably the only reason why. Have you I, been to a WrestleMania? Unfortunately, no. I've never been to a Mania. I've been to a Nitro. Uh, I've been to a Thunder. I've been to uh, a Raw, many Raws. Uh, I've been to a SmackDown. Pay-per-views. House shows, never been to Romania, unfortunately. Never got to go to Romania. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to experience that one day. Well, I have one mania. Yes, please. Please tell me. Tell uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to okay. that. I'll talk I about know, it when we I get there. It was in Rollins. I know that. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, no, no mania experience. It's not much of an experience, I'll tell you that. But I also went to a modern one. So it's different than going to one that's in an arena with 17,000 people. You know, like uh, 22 or 21, you know. Um, yeah, because those, those arena WrestleManias are more intimate. But they also don't feel like that big Super Bowl that it's meant to be. So yeah. it has its ups and downs of being in an arena. But I will always prefer an arena crowd over a stadium crowd. You can hear them better. Um, it feels more electric. I like smaller crowds, personally. Yeah, yeah, same here. Dude, I, I remember in Raw. Well, well, and I'm sure. Well, okay, you you've watched many Raws during the Attitude Era. I know you've watched one or two. Okay, remember how the lighting was, where you could see everybody. In the yeah, crowd? yeah. I love that. Yeah, I fucking love that. You could see people in the rafters, basically. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. Turn the fucking lights on, please. Well, obviously, unfortunately, there's no more people in the crowd. God damn. Let's not get on that. But uh, I just love seeing people in the crowd. I miss seeing people in the fucking crowd. But uh, I like dome shows. I loved uh, that Nitro that was held in the dome where Goldberg won uh, the belt 
some uh yeah in atlanta yeah atlanta uh and then there was a pay-per-view they had in atlanta as well make it yeah yeah it was the george dome yeah i i think i i understand they they want to for every mania they want to attract as many fucking people as they can and i wish chicago would build like a big dome so we can get another wrestlemania eventually but um yeah, I'm, I'm, just keep them in domes. I don't like my WrestleManias outside. You know, I want to be able to do it. Yeah, yeah, it's just, I think it's too much. And, and mm. then, like, the matches just suck because they focus more on production. It's like WrestleMania 35, I almost went. And I'm just like, dude, fuck this match card. I'm not going. <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad I made that decision. WrestleMania 35 fucking sucked. I know Rick was there. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he we him and I talked about that recently. I I hated WrestleMania 35. I was glad I didn't go. That was but, last. I'm 36. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, I, I don't even. I didn't watch last. Wait, wait, wait. I can't. I couldn't even tell you what happened at that meeting. I couldn't. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Oh God. I don't want to relive that. But anyway. Um. <laughs> Of course, um, unfortunately, um, in June of 2007 is really when this era took a turn with the, yeah. uh, my all-time favorite wrestler, Chris Benoit. Yeah. Um, regardless on how everyone feels about it, it, it changed wrestling forever, and it will never recover. Absolutely never. That was a turning point in wrestling. And, you know, that's why kind of the latter, kind of the last days of Ruthless Aggression, they're just kind of shit because they were recovering from that. And they were trying to, you know, pick everything back up, pick up the pieces and put them back together. And they never did. No, I agree with you. Yeah, it was a dark time. Yeah, 13 years later, here we are. I, I don't think rest, WWE has been good since that happened. So, And that brings us to July of 2008. For a number of reasons, they changed the rating to PG. Uh, the main reason, believe it or not, is Linda McMahon's Senate campaign. Mm-hmm. They wanted a family-safe program. Yeah. And she ended up losing anyway, so it was for nothing. But <laughs> that's about yeah. all I can tell you about politics. But yeah, and like I said, there were other reasons. Uh, this was a publicly traded company yeah. uh, for a few years, and investors they'd rather have a family-oriented program. Just it's just better business to them, and ratings have declined since then. It's abysmal. Like, I remember, like, when ratings would hit, like, eight or nine million. And now we're, every week, it's, like, 1.6. So, yeah. like, it, it's, um, yeah. it's just, I it's remember, ret- yeah, it's fucking retarded. I don't get it. I remember yeah. uh, looking, I remember reading PWI during the Nitro, during the Monday Night Wars, and looking at the ratings and just being, like, holy shit. I keep in mind, I wasn't a a market at that time. Yeah, I, I knew wrestling was wrestling, but I didn't know all the behind the scenes shit or anything. 
just reading it, I was in awe. And at that time, during the, uh, unfortunately during the, the Attitude Era, which was the NWO, you know, it, it was a, it was a great time in wrestling because you had so many fucking people watching. And I've told you this before, bro. I couldn't go anywhere without, like, if I would go to a Jules or uh, to the mall or just anywhere, I would see somebody with a wrestling shirt on. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Fucking insane. Uh, That's how popular wrestling was because Hogan and uh, Bischoff took over Jay Leno. Yeah, I understand. Like, Jay Leno was fucking huge back in 97, Yeah, I don't know why. Fuck Jay yeah, Leno. Yeah, but... <laughs> Well, yeah, back in those days, and I was 14. I had uh, our apartment, our front room in the apartment was full. Fuck, we had like 10, 12 people. Small-ass front room in a small-ass apartment in Chicago. All of us watching wrestling. My, like, me, my family, my mom's friends and shit. Watching Jay Leno and Russell with Rodman and shit, but yeah, but it's just insane how popular wrestling is. Wrestling is fucking popular, dude. Yeah, when I was a kid, you couldn't go anywhere without seeing Austin three sixteen shirts. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's the best selling shirt of all time. It was either you get an Austin shirt, NWO, or Goldberg. That's like uh, those were the ones that I remember. Yeah, I know. Those were, but I remember, like, a couple, a lot of girls in my high school had a lot of Goldberg shirts. Oh, God. Yeah. Stay away from them. And I just wore my NWO shirt. That's all I wore. Well, like, NWO and, like, Pantera t-shirts in high school. But, yeah, wrestling was popular as fuck, bro. It was insane. So, the PG era, I guess it's over. Um, a lot of people... It depends who you talk to. I've said that a few times this show. But July of 2008 was the start of it. No more blading. No more swearing. PG friendly. You know, fucking all that dumb shit. But I I like it in between. I don't need a TVMA wrestling show. I like a TV14. So when you need it, when you need violence, when you need explicit content, it's there. Nothing's holding you back. Because there's nothing worse than being held back yeah. and watering down your products. Uh, it's it's made a joke of wrestling. You have fucking just the dumbest fucking storylines and just cheesy shit. Like, I couldn't even... Anyway, this isn't going to be a rant video, but... I think the fucking Brodus Clay, I think... Yeah, I oh, think my was... God. Yeah. Or Swoggle is a part of DX. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh uh, my God. And, you know, I, I stopped, you know, I like wrestling. Like, well, we'll say WWE, WWF. I stopped watching, we'll say, four years ago, maybe. Four or five. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think I'm running out of time. Yeah. And, I, oh, go ahead. No, I'm just saying that, like, I stopped paying attention to. WWE. Uh, we'll say my phone I stopped paying attention to it. It just got shitty. I'll always follow it, as in Google it once a day and just look up wrestling news. But I stopped watching religiously around 2009 or 2010. Oh, wow. 
I haven't watched Raw and SmackDown weekly since then. But there were times where I would get back into it for like a month or two. Like when CM Punk, the pipe bomb promo, that got me into it. I was like, holy shit, I need to watch this. Yes, yes, same here. Yeah, I remember I wasn't watching for a minute. And that that pipe bomb promo, that got me back into wrestling. And yeah, I remember that. And I remember my girlfriend at the time, she surprised me with uh, tickets to, uh, what was it? That match with uh, him and Cena. You were there for yeah. Money in the Bank? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm yeah, jealous my, now. I remember my girl surprised me with that shit. Yeah. <sighs> that uh, crowd. Electrifying. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, man. I didn't know you were there for that one. That's, that's like, a that's a sacred <laughs> pay-per-view right there. <laughs> I forgot about that shit. Yeah. Damn, that was a minute ago, wasn't it? 2011, yeah. Jesus Christ, that was that long ago? Yeah. We're in 2020, right now? Yep. Oh. <laughs> yes, we're in 2020. Yeah, we're in 2020. Mushrooms, people. All right, just Google tripping on mushrooms. What is it? Puts um, you in uh, another dimension. Yeah, dude, bro. When I when I got home, I got home. My mama was in the kitchen. She knew I was awesome. <laughs> I'm like, what's up, mama? She's like, hey. I'm like, how you doing? <laughs> oh God. Yeah, and she's like, and she, I, my eyes gave it away. I guess. So, uh, yeah, and she's like, what, 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 what did you say? <laughs> I'm on. She's like, oh, okay. Yeah, and then, yeah. So, you know, it's a good reaction. Yeah, she's like, all right, yeah. Whatever, you know. But, but, yeah, my WrestleMania. Yeah. uh, It's like a punchline. I, um, I always really wanted to see The Undertaker versus John Cena. And I'm I'm not talking like biker and word life. I'm talking Super Cena versus Dead Man. I always wanted to see that match. Um, yeah, that's the mo- that's a money match for me. So that match was being rumored in January by Meltzer. So I was like, "Fuck, we're going to WrestleMania 34 in New Orleans." And I went there, and the match was like three minutes long. So yeah, it's like a punchline, but. I didn't know that, man. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> it God. was still, it was, um, it was a cool. Ex- <laughs> yeah, it was cool going to New Orleans. Uh, big into the paranormal, so I, you know, I had a field day with that there. But I went to the Museum of Death, where they actually have a bunch of serial killer relics. Like they had, do you know who Eileen Warnos is? No, I don't. Um, Watch the film Monster. Great film. Okay. It's about okay. her. But they had, like, the underwear she was wearing during her execution. Like, stuff like that. They had Charles Manson. I'm a Charles Manson guy. So they yeah. had his letters. They had, a, they had a Gacy painting. They had, a bunch oh. of bun- they had a bunch of Bundy stuff. Like, it was great. Oh, my God, dude. That's so, fucking yeah. amazing. Yeah, Nolens is one of the most haunted cities in the country, if not the world. Yeah. Yep. 
It's top five in the world, I believe. That's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. So, yeah, the trip was worth it. But, yeah, that's my oh, WrestleMania. That? I got to see Daniel Bryan return, too, so that was cool. But Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's worth it. But, yeah. I mean... Uh, hey, that's it's worth it, you know. And you got to see Cena and Undertaker. Granted, yeah, I mean, last, <laughs> yeah, right. You, no matter, you, dude. Either way, you witness history. Like, yeah. come on, look yeah. at it. Like, I look at it, look at it like that. And then again, experience in general. I'm sure you had an amazing experience. It's fun to travel. It's fun to go on that vacation. So, you know. Well, I also have a morbid fear of flying. Like, it's bad. So, that was miserable. There was a point... This is how bad my anxiety is with flying. We had turbulence, and I was like, alright, this is it. I'm gonna die. Like, I accepted my death, and I was preparing for us to just fucking die and nosedive into fucking North Carolina or something. So, yeah. Like, I was like, alright, well, this is it. And then my friend... My friend, uh, who knows of my fear of flying, so he decided to fuck with me. He's like, yeah, this never happens. Like, this is bad. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, we're fucked up people. But (laughs) he's he's afraid of heights, so I've done horrible things to him as well. So it's fine. All right, all right, good. Yeah, trust me. I always taunt him when we're somewhere high. But, yeah, so I, I might deserve that. But yeah, that was um. Oh man, dude, I've was... never, I've never flown. I'm that afraid. However, I have been in a, uh, you know, those little single engine Cessnas. Okay, those, yeah. I've been in one of those. those yeah, are those are fucked. No, I thought that was cool. It was. Cool. Yeah, it's okay. a single engine. It was. Uh, there's enough room for the pilot and two other people. Long story short, me and a girlfriend got into a plane with a drunk pilot, and then that's all I can say. <laughs> at a bar that was uh, next to a airport where they like did those single engine Cessna airplane things, and for a price you can go up in the air. And some pilot came up to us. I was like, me and my girlfriend looking at it, and he just took up us in there for free. Yeah. And the reason why he did it is because he liked, he liked the way my girl basically that's all. Oh, there you go. But, and I wasn't afraid at all. I wasn't, and that makes me want to go skydiving. I would love to go skydiving. But yeah. uh, do you have any uh, final thoughts here? Uh, what's your least favorite and favorite era? Yeah. Yeah. You? My least favorite is probably New Generation, and then my favorite's Golden Era, I have to say. Uh, yeah, I agree with you with my, uh, with the favorites. It's the Golden. That's, uh, that's what brings me back to my childhood. That's what brings me back to my innocence and shit. My grandparents' house. Golden Era. And that's when wrestling was at its purest, you know. Uh, Let's say I did grow up in the 
70s and 80s, I wouldn't have been a smart mark. I wouldn't have known. There's no way of knowing unless, like, you were an observer, like, in the 80s, an observer subscriber. But, yeah, I would have uh, just completely immersed myself with it. And I wish, I do wish wrestling was uh, more protected. Yeah, I fucking miss those days when it was real. Like, it was real. Oh, God, I yearn for those days. But that's why when I watch it, I just try to suspend my belief. You know, I try to do my best I can. Suspend your belief. You know, watch a movie, you know. But um, I do, I, I know what you mean, dude. I miss those days when it was, it was real. But, uh, you know, I still love it. You know. Yeah. Wrestling's been there, no matter what. I don't care, like, yeah, I hated this era, I hated this era. But no matter what, dude, those, like, hard times, like, wrestling's always been on that TV. No matter what, it's always there. So, that's the way I look at it, you know? Yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. My least favorite's modern. I don't know why I said new generation. I'm getting drunk. But, yeah, I, I forgot. It's Modern era is so bad that I even I forgot it existed. <laughs> <laughs> We had some good moments. We had, uh, yeah, that's I my love, bad. But I, I don't I love, even. I love Nakamura. You know, I mean, when they came up, you know, I was there for Nakamura's uh, debut. Yeah, but where is he now? I don't even know where he's at. I know. I don't even know. I don't, I don't know where he's at. But like, I remember being in that uh, the Rosemont Horizon when uh, Nakamura debuted, fucking marking out. You know, me and my girl was screaming at that time. Yeah, another girlfriend of mine had bought, bought, bought us tickets to that pay-per-view. I can't remember what pay-per-view that was. We're not going to wear a date. Oh, Backlash 2017. Backlash. Was it 2017? Damn, that's a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's, yep. 2017. That's it? Yeah. That's it. All right. Yeah. I remember that. I remember seeing that live. That was fucking rowdy, man. The, oh, my God. And the, the acoustics at the, at the Allstate. Oh, yeah. Um, I do have to ask you, are you the type of wrestling fan who goes to a show and, like, is screaming and getting, like, participating? Or are you the one that sits there in silence and watches the show? I am totally the person that sits there in silence and watches the show. I have never once popped at a wrestling show. I just, I don't know, I just, I sit there and watch it, you know? Like, that's just me. I get you. When I was a kid, I would sit there and watch in awe. And then when I got, you know, as an adult, I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to be an annoying little prick. <laughs> <laughs> so you're that guy. Oh, when the, um, I would only do that uh, when I really got into it, you know? Uh, and that was it. Like, I remember marking out for Nakamura. And that was it. I, yeah, that was it. Other than that, like. I go to a Ring of Honor show. I would always be around that little fucking smart that would have to commentate everything. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's fucking annoying, bro. I remember I wanted to punch some dude, and it had if I didn't bring my niece with me, I probably would have been like, "Dude, shut the fuck up before I knock you the fuck out." <laughs> but I would always have my my baby girl, my niece. Yeah. That's my baby. I would always have her with me, and um, I remember one one time we were at a Ring of Honor show. And Maria Canales was there. And, oh, there uh, you go. yeah, but uh, some ignorant fuck 
was I, I keep my I got my niece with me. That's my baby. You know, she ain't my 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 daughter, but stay near my daughter. That's the way I look at it. And uh, some fuck was like yelling out obscenities, and I'm like, I got my fucking niece with me. You say another fucking word, I'm gonna knock you the fuck out. And, and he just walked. <laughs> he just walked away, bro. Yeah, I remember that. And like I'm out, and my niece like, I'm sorry, baby girl. I'm sorry about that, but you know I would never, you know, hurt nobody. And she's like, no, that's cool. I understand why you did that. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, I, I don't go to wrestling shows often. I have really bad antisocial disorders, so I'd rather just watch from home. I but... used to pre-COVID, bro. Pre-COVID. Yeah. And, and my niece loved Ring of Honor. She loved Ring of Honor more than WWF shows. I would take her to both. Can't blame her there. Yeah, she 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 was like, I like this better than WWF, and she, Good. yeah, uh, I'm like, well, that's because you're watching her wrestling, you know? yeah. Mm. But yeah, with uh, modern, I um, I watched Hell in a Cell, and that was the first thing I watched WWE since SummerSlam. And if I wasn't doing this podcast, I wouldn't have watched anything like after WrestleMania because I I was just I'm done. Like it's just I. I can't do it anymore for WWE. Yeah. I, I go back and watch old stuff now. That's pretty much all I do. Yeah. I I love New Japan, but I haven't watched that in a while, ever since the whole COVID thing. Same. Same, same here. And then I haven't... Um, TNA, I stopped watching when Hogan and Bischoff showed up. Yep. Yep. Same here. Yeah. Yep. I love. I uh, remember when the kid super walked on there, fucking uh, the, the, you know that. Yeah, I remember yeah. when we saw that live on the six the, the six sided cage. Yeah, I remember when he did that. Oh, so many good times during uh, those TNA days. Ah, uh, and we still had the. Uh, that was when you could buy the pay per views before everything went digital. And I remember we we had that cheater box and we got all the pay per views for free. <laughs> I I usually just watch it online if I am, but um, like for AEW, I ain't paying for that shit. But Hell, yeah, I watch that online too. Yeah, yeah uh, Rick sends us links, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I shouldn't have said that, should I? Oh, <laughs> oh well, we're good. <laughs> yeah, um, we had a, we did great. I think even though we're both a little drunk. But we did fucking get man. I'm not that bad. It was going to be vodka tonight, but then I'm the one that's taken over. I'm like, oh, shit, I can't get too fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we, we, we talked. I'm like, yeah, you got to take over. I'm drunk already. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. I've been yeah. on YouTube for a long time. So even drunk, I think I can do it. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Like, you're, yeah, exactly. You're more experienced. Than I am, and a lot more intelligence than I am as well. Um. Anyway, where can we find you, my friend? Uh, you can find me anywhere but Facebook at JJ Sins. That's uh, double J S I double N Z. Where can we find you, man? Oh, uh, just type in the DVD freak. You'll find it. That's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> All we gotta do is Google you. You're on Google, ain't you? Yeah, I guess. So I don't. I don't... So you ever Google yourself? Oh, my real <laughs> name I do, but 
Not the you know, Nudie Freak. No. I should no. Google. But if you Google my name, I'll come up on Google. If you Google my YouTube name, last time I did it, a bunch of people that... Uh-oh. Or a bunch of people that what? There's a bunch of people that steal my videos, like Japanese people. Like Oops. on these like Japanese YouTube sites. Yeah. Damn, dude. That's fucking yeah. rough. They, they like pirate your videos, which I don't really care. But <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah, that's what you find. <laughs> hey, you know what that means? That means you're a big deal. <laughs> yeah. I don't I consider like. myself a big deal, but you know. Ah. I have an ego, so I'll be like, I'll walk up to a girl and be like, what's up, my name is JJ, and I'm kind of a big deal, so. <laughs> See, I have an ego, but that's for the real me, not the YouTube me, so. I, got I feel you. The yeah. ego gets uh, me in trouble a lot. Oh, yeah, oh, I bet. I'm a little I can be. All right, I say we cheers it, and we end this fucking thing. bro. We had a good episode. Uh, I want to dedicate everything today to uh, Lil Peep. Today's his birthday, and uh, he's no longer alive. He's been dead for like four years, unfortunately. I think longer than that, but here, cheers to yeah, Peep. Well, well, drink to him then. Awesome. Right. Bye.